0: Wealthy and Smart, episode 687. into a world of wealth and financial freedom without budgets, boredom, or bosses on Be Wealthy and Smart. And now, here's your host, Linda P. Jones. Welcome to Be Wealthy and Smart. I'm Linda P. Jones, America's Wealth Mentor, empowering women and men worldwide to financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about should you invest or should you pay off your mortgage? And I've talked about this before. This is a little bit different take on this. But this I would consider part two to my conversation about this before and also from my last podcast I talked a little bit and hinted I'd be talking about this in this podcast. But here's what happened. I was on Instagram and if you haven't been over to my Instagram at Linda P. Jones or at Be Wealthy and Smart, I have two accounts over there and I would love to connect with you on Instagram. I do make some really fun posts over there. But anyway, I was over on Instagram, and I saw that someone posted her personal financial goals. Now, I did not know this person, and I did not respond to her post, but I saved it, and I wanted to think about it and see if maybe I wanted to do a podcast about it, and I decided that I would do a podcast about it, so I'm not going to mention the name of her account, But I will tell you that this is what she said. And this is public. She wrote this publicly. So uh, I'm not giving away anything private here. She said, here it is. I reviewed this so many times, but I think this is the final set of goals. Number one, I expect to be debt free by June 2020. Number two, I will have my emergency funds fully funded by May 2020. Number three, I want to start investing $100 a month. I know it's not a lot, but it's a start. Number four, I want to start aggressively paying off my mortgage. The goal is to put an extra $500 with every mortgage payment. I pay my mortgage biweekly, so $1,000 a month. Then she said, any suggestions about goal number four? Part of me wants to invest more, but the other part wants to pay off this mortgage ASAP. I want to share the math with you so that You can think through these kinds of things yourself. If you're thinking about what your goals are and where you want to put funds, hopefully by listening to this podcast, you know the right answer to that or what I think is the right answer to that at this time. And I'm going to back it up with the numbers. First of all, I want to congratulate her on paying off her debt. I know getting out of debt is a huge endeavor. So congratulations getting back to stability. And once you're back to stability, you definitely can start to invest and do some more creative things with your money to get it working harder for you. So she mentioned that she wanted to start investing $100 a month. $100 a month is $1,200 a year. So if she could invest $1,200 a year for 20 years, and if she was able to earn a long-term average stock market return of 10%, her $1,200 a year over 20 years would grow to $83,676. And if she's young enough that she can invest for 30 years, that $1,200 a year could grow at 10% to $238,071. Good job. But here's what she was thinking. Instead of investing more in her investment account or her retirement account, She wanted to pay off her debt as soon as possible. And this is what I'm seeing is that a lot of people feel like debt is some sort of a poison or a terrible thing that they want to get rid of. And I just want to tell you, if you're talking about credit card debt at 21% or 17%, then I agree with you. But if you're talking about mortgage debt at 4% interest, I definitely don't agree with you. There's nothing wrong with having a 4% mortgage. As you know, with the rule of 72, the number of years times the interest rate equals 72. That tells you when money will double. At a 4% mortgage rate, it's going to take 18 years for your debt to double because four times 18 is 72. Your debt doubling every 18 years is not a huge disaster, but your debt doubling every three years because your interest rate is 24% is a disaster. So you see, you want to get rid of that high interest rate credit card debt, but 4% mortgage debt is not a bad thing. I really want people to understand having a home mortgage at a low interest rate is not poison, is not evil, is not a bad thing. What is a bad thing is feeling like you have to pay that off and not properly putting your funds into a retirement account that can compound at potentially a higher rate for you. And here's what I mean by that. If instead of putting $500 a month toward her mortgage to pay off her mortgage sooner, If she put that $500 a month in with her investment account, that other $100 she had, she'd have $600 a month to invest. That's $7,200 a year that she could put away into a stock account that might be able to average 10% over the long term. And if she did that for 20 years, at a 10% interest rate, her $7,200 a year would become $502,056 versus $83,000 when she was looking to invest $100 a month, and if she invested $7,200 a year, earned 10%, and could do that for 30 years, well, it wouldn't grow to $238,000 like the $100 a month. That $600 a month could potentially grow to $1.428 million. This is the difference between investing versus paying off your mortgage and that's why i'm so passionate about people understanding do not pay off a four percent mortgage rate early it's not about that you are trading money for a tax deduction. That has nothing to do with it. It's about opportunity cost. And the opportunity cost of putting that $500 to pay off a 4% mortgage versus putting that $500 in an investment account that could possibly grow to over $1.4 million is the issue. (laughs) This is important. And this is where I want people to really Undo this thinking that you have to get rid of your mortgage debt. No, you don't. You can pay the one twelfth extra that I always talk about. That one twelfth extra, if you're paying twelve hundred dollars a month, divide by twelve, that's an extra hundred dollars. Put that extra hundred on your monthly payment, thirteen hundred dollars a month. At the end of the year, you've made one extra payment that will cut off seven to eight years off of your mortgage. And that you can also do $200 a month if you want, but look at what a difference putting that extra $500 into her investment account makes. It's a huge difference. And it's a difference between her having a retirement fund and not having a retirement fund. But the question is, have you saved and invested enough for retirement? Because a lot of people forget that part. And that's the part that's the most important, because if you don't have that extra retirement account, Social Security isn't going to do it for you. Social Security is only likely to pay you somewhere between eleven dollars to $15,000 a year. And most people are spending fifty dollars to $60,000 a year in retirement. So be aware that you need to get that retirement account that is much, much more important than paying off your mortgage. And if you want to still pay off your mortgage early, just do that one 12th extra payment and you're good to have your mortgage shortened by seven to eight years. So I hope that made it clear why it's such an advantage to instead of putting that $500 toward paying off 4% debt to putting it in a potential retirement account and earning an average 10% return. We're not talking about sky high returns The last five years, we've even done better than that by 25%. We've been averaging 12.5% returns the last five years in the market. But I'm not even going there. I'm just going with long-term average returns. You don't have to hit it out of the park. So just to be clear, with the plan the way she had it, 20 years of compounding at an average 10% rate of return, with only putting $100 a month away, would be eighty-three thousand after twenty years, or two hundred and thirty-eight thousand if she could leave it in for thirty years and average ten percent. But if she upped her investment five hundred dollars a month and put six hundred dollars a month, or seventy-two hundred a year, away for twenty years, earned an average ten percent return. That would be half a million dollars. And if she could do that for 30 years, a $1,428,000. This is the huge difference I'm talking about with knowing what to do with your money, with making the right decisions, with getting average stock market returns. And remember, the stock market has been through lots of tragedies and disasters. We've been through the Great Depression. We've been through world wars. We've been through the Vietnam War. We've been through nuclear accidents. We've been through 9/11. We've been through the real estate crash. We've been through lots of things that were disasters. And we still have been able to average around a 10% return. So, that's why I'm on a mission to get people to understand how to invest because The biggest factor in your life is really step number four of the six steps to wealth, investing in a money engine, and step number five, compounding at a high rate. These are the keys to wealth building. And once I understood these things, this is what really helped me make my first million dollars was understanding compounding and how important that was. This is the most important thing I can impart to you is that compounding your money is what is going to make a difference in your life. And that's why I did that episode about crazy compounding of millionaires and billionaires. If you haven't listened to that episode a few episodes ago, I recommend that you listen to that because it's amazing at what rates millionaires and billionaires have compounded their money and the possibilities that are out there. I really want to impart how important it is to take charge of your compounding, take charge of your retirement plan and start investing. This is what is going to make the biggest difference in your life. Pullbacks are normal and natural. As I always say, we get a 10% pullback every six years, a 20% pullback every 10 years. And why try to time this There's no alarm that's going to go off that's going to tell you, okay, it's bottomed now. That's what people don't understand. You're not going to know when the bottom of that pullback is. So rather than wait, the best thing to do is just dollar cost average into the market. Just invest every month a regular amount. That's the best thing you can do. All right. So just start your dollar cost averaging. Do that through your 401k first. If you've got that covered, open a brokerage account and invest some more on a monthly basis. And if you're interested in learning more through my VIP experience, my inner investing circle, fill out the short questionnaire in the show notes and we'll set up a time to talk. Don't forget, we have our review contest going on where you can win 10 of my Wealthy Mindset Blueprint audio sets valued at $197. I'm giving away 10 of my Wealth Heiress books, which men love too and was named to the all-time best wealth book list by Book Authority. And I'm giving away five one-on-one wealth mentoring sessions with me. All you need to do is leave a review on iTunes. That will get your name in the drawing one time. And if you've read the book and you leave a book review on Amazon, that will get your name in the drawing two times. And names will be drawn in mid-March. And right now, I have more prizes than I have new reviews So if you haven't left a review yet, leave one and your chances of winning are really good. That's all for today. Until next time, live the good life and be wealthy and smart. Thank you for listening to Be Wealthy and Smart with Linda P. Jones. Share the wealth and tell your family and friends about the show. Check out our website, blog, and social media for more riches at www.bewealthyandsmart.com.